I am so glad you decided to join us today. This is the Words for Life podcast, where we have candid conversations about successes, challenges, and the benefits of strengthening your relationship with God. This will positively impact your life. Welcome to episode 22 of the Words for Life podcast. I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell. And I, I, again, I, I want to thank you. Thank everyone for your ongoing support. I want to thank you for the DMs, the emails. Um, it lets me know that we're on the right track. The inspiration is, is hitting you. Um, I'm also going to, again, if you have not to this date liked, comment, commented, or subscribed, I'm going to ask you to do that now. Liking and commenting, that's for us. Boost our ratings a little bit. Subscribing is for you. This way, when you want to see the inspirational content again or the next episode, it's already in your subscriptions. You don't have to search for it, figure out what's the name again. Um, so I'm going to give you a second to do that right now. Go ahead. And I thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, when, before we get started, there's, there's, there's one thing that's been burning on my heart um, where God's been leading me to a website called The Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Now, I get no kickback from this, but it's just been blessing my life. Um, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, they got a couple of books out. I read two of the books so far. It's by Shay Bynes, um, Doing Grace, Doing, I'm sorry, A Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur's Guide to Doing Business God's Way and Grace Over Grind, How Grace Will Take You Where Your Business we're grinding can't. Um, and so the premise, the premise of both books and the, the, the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur website as well is having God as your CEO. And a lot of us, you know, we, we, for those that are Christian, Christian entrepreneurs, we do it, you know, in the name of God, we don't do anything that offends God. But the concept of having a kingdom driven business where he directs you, where he says, you know what? I want you to go left. And it's like, yeah, but everything looks like right. And to really dig into that has been benefiting me right now. It's a, it's a, it's a, a mind shift, um, but it's a good thing. So I just wanted to encourage anybody that feels the pull to go there. Um, it, it might not be for everybody, but anybody that's been looking for something that I want to take my business like somewhere else. And I, I used to grind, grind hard, grind hard. And the concept that God's grace can take you where grinding can never take you because he blessed you. He's still doing miracles. That that was just a it was an eye opener for me. And I'm, I'm digging hard into that. So I'm inviting anybody else that sounds like you go to Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur dot com. Um, I think it'll bless your life if if you're at that point. All right. So now for this episode, episode 22, uh, it's a special one for me. Got a good friend uh, on with me. And my special guest today is a multi platinum producer, mix engineer and true musician at heart. I've had the the, the benefit of, of playing with him for years. Um, he's helped me out a lot. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce Glenn Mosley, how you doing, bro? What's up? How y'all doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> Keeping it pushing, man. You know, glad to be here and uh, glad to be able to share whatever I can with the audience and to have shared with you as well over the years. 
a good personal friend and a great guy. And look, this this is one of the guys you want to have in your life. Is anybody you want to have in your life? It's Terrence Farrell. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I do. I really appreciate that. Um, so I'd like to open up with with a with a wide open question. Take it wherever. Who is Glenn Mosley? Okay. Well, um, I think a lot of people know me as a musician. Uh, everybody who knows me and those maybe who don't know has seen me on an organ. They've seen me on keyboards, maybe even piano. They've seen me at different places, venues, Kingsborough, Bethel, and all these other different Seventh-day Adventist Church, Pilgrim, uh, many different Sunday uh, churches. So musician, music producer, uh, been on a couple platinum records. Uh, I do music production, I do mixing, I do uh, computer building, computer upgrades, different things for music related computers or just in general live sound you might have seen me behind somebody's mixing board you might have seen me actually setting up somebody's sound from scratch uh mixing for online all kinds of different things i'm a dad i guess i'm a mentor to a lot of folks because they are always calling me about hey man what's that chord how do i mix how do you produce hey show me this do that you know all of that stuff. So I'm going to say mentor last. So that's uh, a, a, a small definition of what Glenn Mosley is. Nice, nice. And I want to I want to piggyback on that because you're one of the rare individuals that have risen to the, let's say, multi-platinum producer uh, status and still is real free with your gift. Like if I if I've called and said, yo, check this out. And you go, all right, sounds good. But you might want to check out this frequency here. And you're just real unselfish with your your knowledge. And I really appreciate that. You don't find that a lot in the industry. And that's that's one of the things that that hits for me, man. It's it's, it's one of the things. Don't don't ever lose that, man. You you always had a teacher, a teaching mentality. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. You know, I think that. uh information is pretty much free is what you do with it right so i can't especially if i'm trying if somebody is trying to find out information and want and i think it's going to benefit you what's the point of me holding back the information look if you if you need to know how better to mix or how better to produce your song or whatever the case may be i'll tell you it's no big deal it's really not the information it's what you do with the information you know mm-hmm mm-hmm Absolutely. Absolutely. So now um, this whole podcast, I built it for to, to, to look at the successes, the challenges um, and also the lessons learned through it to, to inspire people as they as they move through life. Um, yeah. So my next question is going to be, what is one of your most memorable success stories? OK. Um, you know, I might want to say uh getting onto a platinum record but i'm not gonna say that i would say that one day i realized that everything that i do as an entrepreneur or everything that i've tried to do is actually able to support me and against what people have said in the past and 
I've heard it from all angles, from my parents to, uh, you know, people in my life have all said, music isn't going to support you. Music isn't anything you do as a full-time job. Go get a job. And mm -hmm. many people have said over and over, you should probably go get a job. And one day I realized after all of the struggles and after a lot of back and forth that, no, this is my job. Music can support me. Music production, mixing, and having multiple streams of income based on those things can support me a lot better than I would have done trying to be a computer programmer, which is where I, I was headed after high school. Uh, in high school, I was programming little games and programming things before people actually had smartphones. I was, I was programming. And me and another guy would uh, try to make games on computers. And I had like lines of code, like 50, 75, 100 pages of lines of code that I would write down on paper. And I was headed that way. And I, I, I interned at uh, the Transit Authority at J Street. And I was programming a bunch of, uh, but well, people had file system, file cabinets, and they wanted the information in the computer at that point. And I was good at that. They kept calling me back as an intern to go to different departments and, and uh, you know, get their information from the file cabinet or put a structure in place that would get that information from the, the file cabinet onto the computer. And at the end of the internship, I was supposed to be hired at the Transit Authority, but I think I made a mistake along the way. Uh, I think I did my job a little too well. <laughs> so much so that the people that were hired there to do the work that I'm doing, I'm just an intern. I'm kind of coming in there trying to help and assist or figure out what's actually going on. But what ended up happening is many people would call me from their different departments and say, hey, we need this guy to come over and do because the guys that were in IT were kind of lazy and they were in there trying to play games and relax or whatever they were doing just to get the check. And I'm here getting nothing and walking around in different places and programming stuff. So it made them look bad. So I think that got some demerits. And when it came time to uh, hire me, the people who had to hire me were the guys who got the demerits. Mm. So <laughs> that kind of like fizzled out. I didn't get hired there. And I decided, you know what? All this computer knowledge, let me continue on and add that to the music. And so I was sequencing and I was adding the computer into the music. This was before computers could do the full job for music. Right. This was like you had a, a computer and it would record your MIDI notes or record your what you played. And I had four or five keyboards in the room and drum machine, etc. And I would program that. That was like... 88, 89. And I thank God that I didn't get that job because had I did get the job, I wouldn't have had time to develop what I am today, develop computers, develop music and have this uh, career and place in life where I am today. And I thank God for that. So to answer your question, realizing that it is possible Mm -hmm. in a music field to actually support your family and to have a, a, a career, you know, proving all the folks 
uh, wrong that said it couldn't be done or that it wouldn't be fruitful, that it, it is possible. And I thank God for that. That's 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 what's up. That's what's up. So, And a lot of people need to hear that. So now let me ask this. What would be some of the keys you would give to people, to musicians, artists that are out there trying to do the music thing? And, you know, there's just a ton of struggling musicians and there's a ton of people saying you can't do it. And Spotify is going to take all your money and there's no way you can make money anymore. What what would be the advice or one of the keys that that kept you that kept you uh, where you are? Okay, um, to the musicians and the artists that's out there, I would definitely say continue to take constructive criticism and hone your craft get you might have to have a day job Mm -hmm. you might have to have something that's going to keep money on the table you might have to have something that's going to keep you moving or or pay for your basic needs or you might decide listen i'm gonna stay with mom a little longer or whatever the case move in with a roommate or however you got to do it but whatever it is uh that you're doing definitely it's worth putting your time into. It's definitely not an overnight success. It's mm-hmm. definitely going to take a while to get to where you have to go and start charging for your work. People nice. will pay for your stuff. There's a lot of people who need what you have. There's a lot of people who, uh, if you don't say a price, they will allow you to do whatever it is you do. And, not have to pay you. So if you actually put some value on your work, you'll get closer to the goals of that you would like to do is support yourself. You know, what you have is valuable. What everybody has, somebody, everybody has something to offer. Everybody has something that's valuable, no matter what stage of life that you are. If Even if you're just learning to play or learning to produce or learning to something, there's somebody else who isn't in your position and needs something that you have to offer mm-hmm. and you can charge for it. Don't be afraid to put a price on, on your stuff. Not to say, Hey, listen, I'm just learning. I need a thousand dollars for this one thing I'm doing, but <laughs> start out at 50 bucks, start out at a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. go to 200 or whatever the case may be. When you have some more experience in there, you start noticing, Oh yeah, my stuff is starting to get closer to, things that I see out there that I know cost a lot of money. You can raise your price. And actually, if you start out with a price, people have to respect the fact that you are putting yourself in the arena of getting paid. If they wanted, if they want your service, which everything that you're doing should be treated as a service or most things charge, Mm -hmm. get some money for it and build up a little bit at a time. And Eventually, two years later, you'll be surprised to know that, hey, my $50 has turned into $500. Right. Or five years later, you might find out that my $50 has turned into $1,000 per item that you're doing. And that's because you actually took yourself serious and it took the time to, to, to build it up. But if you don't start charging, and not to say you could just charge and not really do what you need to do. If you're not that great about what you need to do, go research. YouTube. Yes. YouTube is your friend. <laughs> yes, you can find is. out about anything you want to do, how exactly to do it, how to do it better, how to do it the best. And you can add on daily. Every every day you should be, not every day, but regularly, I would say you should research what it is you're doing 
and find out how other people are doing it. Find out if what you're doing is on that level and where you need to go to get to that level. And when you start to find out, okay, now I'm getting close to where these people that I've been looking at are at a level of quality, switch. Go to something else. Go to something else more complicated. Go to something else more commercial or more professional, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. and use that as a mentor or, or as a uh, measuring stick and work towards that. And if you continually change your focus onto more, I don't want to say complicated, but more professional things, then you, by default, will become more professional. When you look around five, six le- years later, you'll be able to quit that job. Nice, nice. Or you'll be able to reduce it to part-time. Mm-hmm. And now you can have whatever it is you do as a full-time situation because you've started charging some years back. You took yourself seriously. Right. You wrote a contract for things that you needed to do and made sure that folks, okay, I know I had to pay you on this time or whatever. You took a payment plan or whatever it is. You know, you gave opportunities for people to be able to pay you. If they say, hey, I don't have the 500 today, you say, listen, you got 200 today. How about next month? I'll write you a contract. You're going to give me another 100 or whatever the case may be. And that might be a stream of income for you. Mm-hmm. You know, so definitely keep keep yourself as some type of value. Everybody has some type of value. So that's that's what I would say to that. Nice, 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 nice. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that because a lot of people are too afraid to start charging. And I mean, we're talking about music and and music related thing, but it goes anywhere. You know, people will do an exercise class online and go, well, I can't really charge because, you know, I'm just doing Zoom and and then they'll see somebody else that's doing the same thing, charging. And they go, well, how how they going to charge? They just they took themselves seriously and they're on a different path. That's right. Package yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's important how you package your, your what what you're offering. A lot of people are offering basic things, as you right. said, like an exercise class. But when you see what's being offered, the way it's packaged, you're it's right. like, man, I want to be in that gym, <laughs> right? Because right. of the way it looks, <laughs> or because of the equipment that's there, or because of the lighting, or whatever it is, the music that's playing, whatever it is that's going on. It, it doesn't oftentimes it doesn't cost a whole lot to to package what it is you're offering. Right. Now, if you're you know, if your job is to be in front of a camera or something like that, make sure what it is you look like looks great. <laughs> right. If right. you're going to charge for something, whatever it is you got to do, got to be presented properly, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And people will pay for it. And they'll choose five different uh, candidates of whatever it is. And the best looking one mm-hmm. may be the one that they choose, even though they all may seem to do the same thing or function the same way or have the same type of quality. Right, 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 right. So the presentation, definitely work on that. 100%, 100%. Now, um, a lot of people look at Glenn Mosley and they go, man, he's played for so many people. He's got Mouse Click Productions. He's a platinum, uh, multi-platinum producer. And they don't think of, or they don't 
when they go through tough times, they think that other people don't go through tough times. So wanted you to share, what is one of the toughest things God pulled you through? Okay. Well, um, all right. Well, I'll say having your own business, having, being an entrepreneur, you're, you're not going to be able to say with any certainty what your income is going to be every month or every time period quarter, if you want to call it. So there are going to be times when the money is slow. There's going to be times when the people, the clientele that you have are just not spending. There are going to be times when the job opportunities that you set up for yourself or have not set up for yourself cause you to be in a place where it, uh, it's not enough. And one thing I tell folks is you get some money, tithe. Mm-hmm. Put your money in that in that offering basket. Put your money in that tithe. Whatever you got to do, and God will make sure that opportunities pop up. And there have been plenty times when I said to myself, "You know what? This money right here, I I see. I've like I have a section of my wallet that has tithe, and sometimes it'll have like a thousand dollars in there, and the section of money that I spend will have like fifty or so." And I'll be looking at that. I'll be like, man, I need, yeah, yo, you know? And then when, uh, when the church basket comes around, I'm like, you know what? Let me get this thing out of here. Let me get this money out of this wallet because I know that something else is going to come down the road. And as I've seen many times, I've been in, in a place where I need something and the favor comes. It may not just be money. It may not uh, be dollars and cents, but the, the opportunity to not have to pay something or to get something without uh, monetary um, layout has come or checks have arrived. It, it might sound funny that, uh, you know, ministers, you've heard them say the check is in the mail or or, the, or, or somebody is going to say, hey, money's going to come to you some kind of way. And I've seen I've seen that actually happen and checks have come in the mail. People have come and, and been on my phone as I'm thinking about, okay, how is this going to work out? And then maybe a day later or the, the evening, my phone rings and I'm like, oh, so that's another item that, that was on my list that I didn't know whether it was going to work out or not. Boom, here it comes. And here comes somebody else saying, hey, listen, I heard that you this and I heard that you that and other people. I have 10 people that want to do X, Y and Z. I've seen it over and over. Mm-hmm. Definitely lean on God because mm-hmm. you're going to need it at the times when things are low. And then when the things when the times are high, continue, continue to give that tithe. Um, I don't know if I have a specific thing that I could say, hey, uh, God got me out. Well, yes, there is something non-music related. And mm-hmm. I'll just kind of touch on this. I used to be a credit card guy and I had credit cards. Uh, let's just say that I had credit cards, a lot of them. I used to, <laughs> I used to um, make them. I used to uh, use them. I used to send them out to crews of people to, to make stuff happen. And there was a time when... I went to jail and having done uh, a bunch of this credit card stuff came up that uh, I went to jail on a Thursday, which was, I believe was July, like July 3rd of a certain year. And there's anybody who's familiar with the the court system, 
on July 4th, it's not open. Hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to get out until Monday or at least have a chance to post bail till Monday. So I said, you know what, God, let's make a deal. Let's talk. And um, I said, listen, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I need to be bailed out today. And this is Friday on 4th of July. And I'm hearing like fireworks outside. uh, And I'm like, look, I don't know how to not play for church or tell, I can't get anybody to cover me. There's Sunday, there's Saturday. I don't know what to tell these folk. I, I don't have any way to get out. I'm stuck. So Lord, I will sell everything that I have. I will stop and pack it all up if you can get me out of here. Five minutes later, I heard like the door lock. It has some automatic door lock clink and they called Mosley. And I went to the to the desk outside and the guy was, I thought he was going to tell me, here's some paperwork that you got to sign or something that shows, you know, these are your charges or whatever the case may be. He says, you're bailed out. Mm. I'm like, oh, wow, really? How? And, and it's apparently the computer is not supposed to set your bail on times when the, uh, when the court is not open, mm-hmm. but a bail was set. And my wife had come to bail me out, not knowing whether there was going to be a number in there. And it turned out that there was a number. And after that, sold everything, got out of that whole situation. I thank God. And mm-hmm. that is an example of a tough spot that God got me out of. Similar to when money is low, mm-hmm. God will help you. Yeah. He will help yeah. you. And um, you just got to find opportunities like now to share the story and to, to basically encourage somebody else. Not only God is real, but God, he, he, he understands everything that's going on in your life. He, he'll help you out of anything, but you know, in return, share the good news, Mm -hmm. tell somebody Mm -hmm. about it, help somebody else out, let them know, Hey, this is real. This is how I got out of it. And, and that's basically what I think you're doing your good service. You know what I mean? That's, that's how I got, I don't want to say say, but I, that's how I, that God helped me. Right, right. I'm glad, I'm so glad you shared that story because I didn't want this all to just be about music or, you know, straight to musicians and artists. And so many people that get themselves in, and it, it could be musicians, artists, or just somebody in general, they get themselves in some kind of hot water or they're in the middle of, yeah, I'm doing this, but I'm also doing this. I'm doing a little hustle on the side. And... Um, getting, getting out and like giving everything to God and saying, all right, you know what, I'm going I'm to do away with the, with, with the stuff that is not going to please you, God, is I'm going to do just the stuff that you let me know, the stuff that you blessed me to do. Um, it, it turns your whole life around and it, 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 hearing those stories, I know touches people. I know gives, it could even give mothers hope if their child is into, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 definitely. So I I appreciate you uh, sharing that story with, you know, millions of listeners. That's great. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So now um, let me ask you this. Being where you are now, seeing everything you've seen, you're married, you got a daughter. um, What would you tell your 18 year old self if you could if you could talk to your 18 year old self? Yeah. Um, 
Okay, first thing I'd say, buy some property. Well, save money. Mm-hmm. Buy some property. I wish that when I was 18 that I had been able to take advantage of um, snatching up some property, even if it was with three or four other individuals putting mm-hmm. some money together or even money from their parents or whatever the case may be. If we all had got a brownstone with three floors, I would have had a floor. Everybody, three, two other people might have had a floor or somebody would have had the basement Mm-hmm. And we'd have been able to pay that. We're looking at the type of money, not to say at 18, but, you know, at 18, I would tell myself, listen, save money. Stop trying to get a car with, a, with a chrome rims and all of this, all of this stuff, wasting money on uh, entertainment. And maybe you might you might be considered to be a dull person or, or square or whatever the case may be. But when it counts, like when you turn 25 or turn 30 or whatever the case may be, boom, you're buying a house or you're you're investing into stocks or other things or whatever the case may be. Now, another thing I would have told myself, like, like musically, like learn more genres of music. Mm. I wish that I had um, dipped into uh, uh, some of the other things that I'm doing uh, more jazz and more other genres of music so that I could have, I think, exponentially more opportunities to do things nowadays or, or you know, shortly after I started doing music, I think I would have had a lot more opportunity to uh, grow. And it wouldn't, it may not have been as much of a struggle as it was to get where I'm at, you know. Uh, what else would I tell my 18-year-old self? Yeah, that's 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 about it. Just just basically work on your craft, um, mm-hmm. research everything that you you're trying to do, and stay away from people who are doing nothing. Because there's a yeah. lot of people who kind of you know in that category or year in those years, I was around a lot of people who kind of found it fun to be on the couch. They found it fun to kind of like beat the system. I'm I'm like barely working. And I'm getting a check. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. All I got to do is sit there and I can just be on my phone and I, the check is coming in. That's really not going to help you get to any great goals down the road. Because if that's if that kind of becomes your way of life, then by the time you get up into 30 and by the time you get up into higher numbers, it's going to be burnt in. Yeah. And you're going to be an underachiever, if you want to call it that. And I, I don't I don't consider myself to be an underachiever at all. And I would tell my 18 year old self, don't be an underachiever. <laughs> Hang with some folks that are doing some things. And that might be difficult because a lot of times people are bound to their peer groups based on where they live or where they go to church or where they where they hang out or, or whatever, you know, who they went to school with and different things like that. So, you know, I would tell my 18 year old self, find some other people mm-hmm. to um, associate with who are actually doing stuff. And that would help me a lot more as far as it comes to opportunity and uh, being able to get to a great place and figure out that there is something you have to work towards when you get to 30. Or when you get to 40 or when you get to 60, mm-hmm. like you have to 
about that. Nobody at 18 is really thinking about what's going on at 60. So, and, and many opportunities um, have come by my 18 year old self or 25 or 26 year old self that I wish I had been able to take advantage of. There was a time where I had uh, probably 20 or $30,000 cash. And I noticed that there was a sign went up on some buildings that were some uh, houses, they, some row houses were being built around the area. And it said, grand opening uh, sale, $88,000. And I'm thinking to myself, I can get one of those, or I could, I wish I could like put down money, but the way I was getting the money, I was afraid to say, hey, I got 20,000 to put down on this house. And uh, they would ask me like, well, okay, where you get the money? Why, why couldn't I have did something? I could have gave the money to somebody who has uh, a, a history of having money in their account. My, you know, my, my friend's dad or whoever was, was buying houses at the time. I should have just gave them the money and let them buy the house and then let them sell it to me for a dollar or whatever the case may be. And the 18 uh, and that crowd needs to know that ownership and, and uh, saving and having something that appreciates is going to be important later down in life. Nice, nice, nice. So now let me ask this. What's what's next for Glenn Mosley? What's next? Um, I know you always keep it pushing, so I, yeah, I know this. You know what? I, <laughs> I, um, I, I still am doing music production. I would like to have a few opportunities to get on a, another major project or platinum record etc like that that's that's what i'm kind of working towards to get on get more on some tv shows but in general just build more streams of income because mm -hmm. you know in this line of work it's better to have 10 different things uh with money coming in than one main thing so if i could just build up a residual income whether it be on a platinum record or not i just put a record together and put it out there and it's it's uh it's selling or whatever the case if i put 50 records out there then that's a, a line of income or if i could start some other thing like i've started uh mouse click computers and people are having a lot of um computer work done laptops being purchased etc that's a line of income I, if i could just add on more streams of income and perhaps some of them would be autonomous meaning they would work on their own i could hire someone to do certain things and let it be working at, while i'm doing something else and what's next is just to get more that's just that's what i'm thinking more streams of income nice 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 now how can people follow you support tell them all about your companies you know Oh, okay. Um, well, I got a Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash G-L-E-N-M-O-S-L-E-Y, Glenn Mosley. That's my personal page. And uh, I have a, a business page. If you go to that Facebook page, you'll be able to select Mouse Click Productions. And I have some uh, examples of work on there that you can see that I've done. There's also Mouse Click Computers, Mouse Click spe spelled M-O-U-S-E. C-L-I-Q-U-E. You could probably see it um, somewhere in the bottom here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, you can look that up and send folks who need mixes done. Send folks who need production done. Send folks who need computer work 
done. Send folks who need a installation of a sound system or mix work live. And, and, you know, you could support me that way. Send folks who need, who need work done. That's basically my Facebook page and my Facebook business pages. That's where mm-hmm. you guys can reach me. Nice, nice. And let me, let me, let me, uh, uh, throw, throw my, my, my stamp on this. This guy is an excellent, Glenn is an excellent, uh, producer, uh, engineer. We, we do the same thing. You know, we both produce, we both engineer and it's just, it's nice to, to have someone in the business that's not trying to go, oh, all mine, all mine, all, there's, there's enough food for everybody. There's enough stuff for everybody. He's got a different, take on music than I do. Um, he's got the R&B. He's just, I, I, want, I don't want to put him in a box and say just R&B and, and, and you know, gospel hip hop or, or cutting edge stuff. He could do the traditional stuff too, but it's, it's that commercial sound that you're looking for. He's got that. He's got that on lock. So uh, definitely check him out. Check out his page. Um, look him up. Listen to some of his stuff. It's, it's, it's good. You, you, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Let me put it that way. Um, any, it, boss. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Any final thoughts, words of advice you want to leave listeners with? Uh, yeah, well, don't give up on your dream. Like I did. I, I, I decided, you know what, I'm going to keep at this. And I, keep, I kept hearing opposition. I kept hearing like it's not going to work. But um, keeping at it and continuing to reinvent myself, continuing to research what I'm doing and change my mentor to better people and change my standard for myself. I, I'd say that you should, you should not give up on your dream. Definitely have your nine to five or whatever you got to do to start. But if your goal is to be an entrepreneur, don't give up. You can do it because I did it. Nice. Nice. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, Again, this is this is the Words for Life podcast. Uh, You can you can check us out at wordsforlife.today. That's www.words, the number four, L-I-F-E dot today um there you'll see some words for life tracks you'll see uh where you can get the podcast and also you can join the words for life family so you'll get the inspirational stuff we're starting a well we already started a apparel line also in in um in conjunction with be more today so when you go there you'll see the be more today shirts you'll see the words for life shirts it's it's all one big family so we appreciate that. Words for life. Today, uh, Glenn, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for taking the time out. Not a problem. It was my pleasure. Definitely uh, enjoyable and glad to help out. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like I always like to say, you can will yourself to do better, but you can only be your best with God. And with that, we're out.